this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabuag and comes out every Monday. Today, we podcast week 27 of the stock market outlook for June 28 to July 2, 2021. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Stock Market Outlook. For the print edition, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Last week, share prices posted gains, with the market seeing the main index inching further towards the 7,000-point level. The optimism was anchored on the assurance by the U.S. Federal Reserve of supporting a low interest rate regime in the next few years. According to an analysis by Moody's Analytics last week, the Federal Reserve has taken note and now indicates that normalization of the federal funds rate could begin in early 2023, a year ahead of previous policy expectations. Moody's Analytics said the tapering of quantitative easing should begin in January 2022. The details of the pace and timing ought to be revealed with upcoming Fed policy statements in July or September or perhaps in August at the Fed's annual Jackson Hole Economic Conference. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained 99.13 points to close at 6,950.51 points. The main index was up for three days during the week but volume of trade was low as most investors just stayed on the sidelines. The value of trade for the week reached 5.3 billion pesos. Foreign investors, just cornering 32% of all trades, were net sellers at 2.44 billion pesos. All other sub-indices managed to post gains with the exception of the holding firm's index, which dropped 5.04 points to close at 6,931.29 points. The All Shares Index inched higher by 62.88, to close at 4,229.58. The financials index gained 8.97 to close at 1,500.37. The industrial index climbed 178.37 to close at 9,542.40. The property index surged 122.31 to close at 3,415.61. The services index was up 24.90 to close at 1,583.55. And the mining and oil index increased 11.35 to close at 9,322.39. For the week, gainers led losers 140 to 85 and 22 shares were unchanged. The top gainers for the week were Philippine Realty and Holdings Corporation, Philippine Estates Corporation, Century Properties Group Incorporated, Cityland Development Corporation, Vivant Corporation, and Wellex Industries Incorporated. The top losers, on the other hand, were Evergotesco Resources and Holdings Incorporated, Jollyville Holdings Corporation, Philodrill Corporation, 
Mackay Holdings Incorporated, Manila Mining Corporation A and B Shares, and Integrated Microelectronics Incorporated. This week, share prices are expected to continue posting gains as the main index is seen piercing the 7,000-point mark on renewed optimism for the second half of the year. Broker 2 Trade Asia said that after a strong rejection of the 7,000 level a fortnight ago, the Philippine Stock Exchange Index looks to finally trounce this psychological resistance, this time with a better outlook for the second half of the year supporting the buying thesis. Many companies are also expected to undertake their month-end and quarter-end window dressing during the week, which could increase this week's volume of trade, according to Broker 2 Trade Asia. However, Moody's Analytics said in a recent report that the Philippines, along with India, Indonesia, and Thailand, could face capital outflows and weaker foreign exchange rates if accommodative policies remain in place as investors begin to chase higher yields in developed economies that are on demand. Likewise, Moody's Analytics report said that among economies in Asia and the Pacific, only New Zealand and the Philippines have yet to see the value of exports return to pre-pandemic levels. New Zealand has closed its borders tightly, making it harder to manage trade and, along with Australia, has suffered from a loss of service exports, while the Philippines is one of the region's countries that is least tied to global supply chains, Moody's Analytics said. Nonetheless, Moody's Analytics said that the Philippines, which has struggled to engage with the export economy, still has a positive current account because imports are so low. According to the Moody's Analytics report, two factors currently limit the country's imports. The extensive lockdowns limit consumer spending and brought to a temporary halt some large infrastructure projects that require extensive imported components. Both factors will reverse once the economy is allowed to function more normally, the Moody's Analytics report said. Still, Broker 2 Trade Asia said many investors are expecting many companies to see a huge comeback in their income for the second quarter, though many may also fail to reach their 2019 levels. 2 Trade Asia said adjusted core earnings are expected to balloon as much as 230% driven by base effect and dramatic margin changes. The immediate support for the main index is seen at 6,800 and resistance at 7,000 to 7,050. Now for the stock picks, broker Regina Capital and Development Corporation advised to sell on rallies on the stock of Mondenisin Corporation as the company's share price started increasing since its initial public offering earlier this month. The stock effectively broke out of its previous resistance and an all-time high of 14 pesos and 78 centavos as it spiked as high as 15 pesos and 60 centavos intraday, the broker said. Regina Capital said that the sudden 4% uptick in prices might prompt some investors to cash in on gains. The broker said some pullback could be expected should this occur. However, Regina Capital said the nearest support is at 14 pesos and 76 centavos. The shares of Mondenese Incorporation closed last Friday at 15 pesos and 34 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, broker Regina Capital advised investors to hold on to the shares of lender BDO Unibank Incorporated as its share price has eased and consolidated after a two-day downturn some two weeks ago. 
There is still some leftover bullishness from the indicators that stem from the steady upward trajectory that began in late May, Regina Capital said. However, the momentum is already showing signs of possible tapering, the broker added. Regina Capital said it seems that BDO Unibank Incorporated would be range-bound as the buying pressure from the indicators continues to wane. The shares of BDO Unibank Incorporated closed last week at 115 pesos apiece. And now for the weekly weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. PAGASA issued the weather outlook for the week at 12 noon of June 25, valid until 12 noon of Friday, July 2, 2021. Pagasa said the southwest monsoon observed last Sunday will continue to affect the northern and central Luzon until today, Monday, June 28. Pagasa said to expect cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms over the Ilocos region, Batanes, Babuyan Islands, Zambales, and Bataan. Meanwhile, Pagasa said Metro Manila and the rest of the country are expected to have a generally fair weather condition except for isolated rain showers or thunderstorms, especially on the western sections. Pag-asa said that by Tuesday, June 29 until Thursday, July 1, the southwest monsoon will bring cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms over the Ilocos region, Zambales, Bataan, Mindoro, and Palawan, while generally fair weather condition aside from isolated rain showers or thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening over Metro Manila and the rest of the country. Pagasa said that by Friday, July 2, it expects the effect of the southwest monsoon to weaken, bringing generally fair weather condition aside from isolated rain showers or thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening over Metro Manila and the rest of the country. Pagasa said that throughout its outlook period, there is a slim chance a tropical cyclone would develop. However, this outlook will be updated if significant changes in the weather pattern occur, Pagasa said. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.